Insecure. Unfortunately, you've come to the end of the road <laughs> with Insecure. Oh, don't oh. we come to the end of the road? <laughs> I'm in pain. I'm actually in pain. I'm a classic man. You can be me when you look this clean, old-fashioned man. Yeah, baby, I'm a classic man. Hello, you're welcome to episode 52 of the Classic Manny Show. Happy New Year, guys. I hope y'all had a good start to the year. Today, I am joined with a beaut. My fave, Asatu baby. How you doing, my love? I'm good, thank you. How are you, my dear? I am good. I'm good. I'm still a little bit ill in the morning, but we have to push through. I think we postponed it already, so I don't want to postpone it one more time. So that's too much now. So let's just <laughs> we've got we've got a very good episode ahead of us right now. So of course, I'll, that gave me the motivation that I needed. But how has the start to your year been so far? It's been a bit very up and down, mm. I feel like. Like, this week, I honestly thought I had the vid God, for a second there. <laughs> honestly, because I woke up on Wednesday and I just felt so terrible, like, to the point where I didn't even log in to work. I was like, to my line manager, you know yeah. what? I can't. <laughs> um, I get you, I get you. Literally, but I did a PCR test. It's all negative, so all good, God, you know. God. Um, Recovering. But, yeah, slowly, 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 you know, first week in, hopefully it picks up. It will, it will, it will, it will. So before we get into the classic fave, let people know who you are, what you do, all that good stuff. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> I <laughs> just, you know, I just like to have fun with my friends, Queen of mm-hmm. Enjoyment, you know. Um, I like to talk about music online. I think that's probably the thing I'm known for. Yes. the most of the people that know me I'm not like out there like that but yeah I just like to talk about music all good things and yeah everything that is popping yeah. when it comes to your love for music here yeah, I just I just love your tweets I feel like you need to, it was like oh. a, blog, a podcast do you have anything that you've done music wise because you need to start you need to actually start giving us something because your your knowledge of music is just chef's kiss it's chef's kiss <laughs> I actually don't, but like quite a few people have said this, like you need to use it to do blah, blah, blah. I just like to talk about it. Like just, I'm just a fan of the art of music. So whether that's listening to it, talking about it with people, mm. going on Google and searching who's the producer of this, this, Oh, I that, love that. I love that. Discovering new artists, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm just a big fan of the art of music. So, but maybe one day, you know, never know. So I'm here for it. I encourage it. If you need any assistance, I am here. Please, please, because we need the content. We need, <laughs> Thank you. We need more women killing it for us because this is the music industry. I feel like we've got we've got some, but we don't have some like you. You know, I feel like there's a there's a gap. There's a gap there for you to fill. So no pressure. No, but no when pressure you're ready, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, hurry up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Oh gosh, you know what? I think it's only right for us to get into the classic fave, the first classic fave of 2022. Actually, that, that's all about how my year's been so far. I haven't looked at my year so far. Yeah, mm. Tell me how your year's been so far. <laughs> I feel like I entered the year because, okay, before the year started, I was like, I don't want to put so much pressure on myself. I feel like last year was just so heavy for different reasons. I was like, okay, there was friendship drama here. We we're trying to get the permanent role. I think I got it, but just to get to that place, there was so much harder putting to it, so much trying to prove myself to these people. So I was like, it's more so this year I want to just chill and just feel like my goals are not really about, oh, career, go and do this, this, that. I just want to live my life. Mm-hmm. I just want to live my life. So I think that's yeah. my goal for the year. Just, just live my life and just try to do soft life, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> you believe in soft life? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I don't believe in labour. No. 
like, yeah, my dear, I salute you. I salute you. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, I think people are thinking, like, oh, why people using that term soft life, whatever. I feel like people need to incorporate it into your life because this life is as tough as it is. We're already in COVID season. People feel like it's post-COVID. It's still in COVID. It's not post in the COVID. It's present mm-hmm. COVID. So I think as we're going through this, let's make our lives easier as possible. Like if it's just more self-care, if it's just ignoring um, all this negativity, that's all part of soft life. Soft life is you not coming to the therapist 24-7, you know, so I think just setting those boundaries is, is a part of soft life. So, so I'm here for it. But let's get to the classic fave. And this is your recommendation. It's yes. Cat Doll's debut album, PCD. Oh yes. my gosh. Why did you pick this for today's episode? So I picked it because obviously this album came out in 2005. Yes. Which I would have been like, I think I was nine at the time that it came out. Boy. Had no business with this album. Listen. But, um, it was one of the first like actual physical copy albums that I mm. bought um, with my own money, like yeah. not someone else buying it for me. And I just remember, obviously back then there was no Spotify, there was no streaming. It was like, nope. LimeWire. <laughs> I don't even think, I don't even think, yeah, LimeWire was around, but I didn't even think like I really had like a, you know how they had different MP3 players? Yes, like the Walkman and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh my God, I need to show it. <laughs> at nine I only had a walkman I don't think I had upgraded yet I hadn't reached the levels um so literally every cd that I had I used to bang it out and this is one of the cds one of like the three cds I had that I used to bang out and I remember first seeing um don't you the video for that on tv um and that was what made me made me want to go out and buy the album because I used to see it on the music channels all the time I was like this song is hard and then obviously back then when you know labels had promo and stuff and they promote their artists there was ads like all the time yeah. like you would see you know check out the new Chris Gabbard's album coming out on Friday da, 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 with hit singles don't you blah 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 so that made me want to go out and buy it so yeah I literally used to bang it out and it just reminds me of a simpler time oh, so that's why very I, I simpler times like we're not working what is it education trying to get I wasn't our stats at the time or whatever yeah <laughs> oh listen like similar to what you said as well for me when I think about Pussycat Dolls it reminds me of my childhood like I think the mm. first thing I love from them was Beep Ooh, yes. I, I, think I was too young for that song <laughs> I was too young for that song but that song is so t- not just that song but the catalog then was very timeless it's so timeless mm. I, I love for that reason of course Nicole I called Nicole and the girls <laughs> the girls were belly singing <laughs> the do you know, do you, have you seen that video of Melody? You know when they're performing, um, I can't remember what song it is, and Melody comes out. Know my body, babe? <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's like, wait, they didn't turn off your mic? Like, she's looking at her like, girl, <laughs> why are you singing here? Like, I am the main character of this. Listen, but I was watching like little clips from the documentary around the time. I feel like the main character that um, Nicole had was intense. That was main mm. character before we knew what the term was. Oh, my goodness. But I think how the group started was I think 10 years before or 12 years before that there used to be a burlesque group and I think yeah. Robin Anton or something like that I think that's her name she uh, she actually went to Interscope Records and said oh, I want to make, create a girl group from that kind of like whole background of the burlesque or that kind of stuff I think it was auditions I think Melody was meant to be the leader but then Nicole came last minute and then they switched mm. to Nicole and then after that boom <laughs> she became the voice the face mm. the girl with the background oh my god what were your thoughts on that actually especially as you um, got to know about that <laughs> It's mad because I remember watching a documentary. It might be, I don't know if we're talking about the same documentary, mm. but um, I remember hearing that Nicole used to do all of the work in yes. terms of vocals. Yes. So to an extent, I kind of understood why she had main character energy yes. because she did like 
hold the group together. Like, mm-hmm. I think she wrote some yeah. stuff, like, obviously not everything. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she did m- the majority of the vocals, with yeah. backing vocals from Melody, live performances she was yeah. singing. Like, she yeah. was holding the group down, basically. Listen, listen. Um, but I think it's it's quite sad that the other girls, they kind of were just, like, fading into the background. Like, the only reason why I know all of their names is because of Snoop Dogg's verse on... Um, Buttons. buttons. That's the only. <laughs> that is the only. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Melody Nicole. That's the only reason why I knew their name. But I, can't, so. I can't even pinpoint who is here apart from Melody and Nicole. I can't even tell. Okay, Melody I think there's a blonde. Carmi, Jessica. Yeah, who, who's the blonde girl? Ashley. That's it. That's it. Who's the sixth one? Melody, Nicole, Carmi, Jessica, Ashley. <laughs> I don't even know myself. Homegirl. Homegirl. <laughs> Listen, remember, but that's that's the point. But you know when you hit a point about promo back in the day, this is mm. when music was sweet. I think for me, as I said, I grew up. Um, I said in the old episode actually, I grew up in, like in a church home, so of course they didn't really put me onto all these kind of R and B, pop, hip hop kind of sounds. So of course it was through TV, through friends, friends I should say that um I was able to learn about Pussycat Dolls, for example. And oh my goodness, I fell in love. And as you said, TV was the biggest place to promote your music i think for mtv what was it vh yes all VH these channels the box these kiss channels. like it was they were important they were so important for this i feel like i don't think people watch tv like that anymore to be honest <laughs> but literally but i think from the album there were six singles and again that just shows the power of like that time because now artists only have like two singles per album nowadays but i think yeah. they had don't show what you mentioned stick with you oh god i don't want to go another day <laughs> and it was beep buttons i don't need a man yes. and wait a minute oh my god what were your favorite songs from the album i was just about to ask you that actually Go but um i think my favorites were obviously don't jar of course um wait a minute love the video for that as well yeah of course i don't need a man hello i, don't need like, a man. I was screaming that at nine had no business doing that um I like the dust as well, which yeah. was not a, it wasn't a single, but I really, really yeah. loved that song. And yeah, those are the main ones, I think. What about you? What were your faves? Let me go through my list as well, Sha. So for me, I think all the <laughs> singles were perfect. Like, I don't think yeah. a lot of groups had that kind of perfect run like that. Like they were one of the few groups I was like, wow, a perfect run, single, single. Like that when we look at the album track list, those were the first six songs on the album. The first six songs were singles, and oh, they were yeah. so strong, like like similar to like Britney Spears, is it um Blackout? How was giving me more? I think it was um what Break the Ice, piece of me, like, <laughs> that kind of perfect intro. Is it? Oh, I I miss it. I miss these days of the like perfect album track list, all that kind of stuff. Also, how many times, how many lives? That's another song that was not a single, but and that it, is I'm, a tune. Yeah, I feel like yesterday because like it's been a while. It's been years since I last played the album. I said the nostalgia is so real. The nostalgia is just everything. I think I was fight the dust as well. I love that, and their cover of Sway. Oh, Sway. No, that is a genius as well. No, but you know what? I'm not mad at that that whole setup of Nicole being the lead. I don't think I really cared at that Dang. time. I don't mm. think I cared. I'm still because I tweeted yesterday about J Lo as well. I said, listen, J Lo when I was nine, ten, whatever age I was, I didn't care. She stole the songs. She was a good thief. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> she stole good songs. She had a good taste. I can't lie. Like, of course, now I don't think it's ethical. Of course, if it was if yeah. I was a fan of her and she did it now, of course that would be a problem. But I think as a kid, like, like little Manny or little Manuel, enjoy the, the childhood now. <laughs> yeah. But that's my thoughts on that one. I think 
I, think I saw some news about how the girls didn't know about their tour being cancelled, I think last year because of COVID, until Nicole announced it. I saw that Alicia was getting ready to record to the ice said, Ooh. I thought there was just a lack of respect for these girls in general, to be honest. There was a lack of respect for these girls. Apart from Nicole, I got the whole shine, the whole respect. I don't think they were given that equal respect. That's why Melody has now come in front of the stage and now starts it. And she was off key, can I just off say? Key. You know what? From, you know what? When I hear her sing, especially even after they broke up, I'm like, I get why she was at the back. Because I don't think her voice is. <laughs> no shade! No shade! No shade! <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like her voice was that okay, was controlled enough. Like she just goes, rah, rah. No, ma'am, come to the slow. Like Nicole can like give, give belt and also give us a soft vocal. I feel like I don't think Melody had that kind of vocal control that Nicole had. So I understand. I, feel like she, I think Melody is more RB and I think Nicole was more pop. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think Melody was like the riff girl. Like whenever yeah. they had their songs and they needed the little like ad libs and stuff, hey. she was coming in and was like, oh, all that kind of stuff. But as like a main lead vocalist, I yeah. don't know if she would have been able to hold. Yeah. And like to be honest, like obviously she's beautiful. They're all beautiful. I don't know oh, if yes. she ha- she had commanded that attention that mm. Nicole had. Do you get it? She just had that like mm, like as a lead. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's one time that I saw Melody cover um for Nicole. I think she sang, was it was it Buttons? I think it was Buttons. She, she sang the verse that Nicole would normally sang, but I think Nicole was not there at the time. I was like, if they gave her a little bit of a chance, I thought like she could cover some songs or less some songs. But child, they knew what they were mm. doing. Like, these industry people, they, they feel like they know what's right. So if they thought that's what was right, I can't come and fault them too much. I, at least it worked for the time. <laughs> it worked yeah. for the time, of course. What, what were your thoughts on their recent song, React? The one that they performed before COVID happened. What was your thoughts on that song before going to the... I don't think I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, since, um, like, when I grow up era, I haven't yes. been checking for Pussycat Dolls. Obviously, they dropped one one member left, and then they went down to a five, and then that song, that song came out. Which was, I didn't like, notice that. Damn, like, I didn't notice that there was five afterwards. I didn't know there was five after... <laughs> I didn't notice it. I don't know. It's a change. Oh shoot! Damn. Yeah, I think it was calm. Me, the redhead. Oh, I like in the, Yeah, because she had a part she in was um, the dancer. She had a part in B. I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's my time like, to oh, shine. Give you something. Yeah, it's <laughs> my time to shine. <laughs> and you know what it is like something that you said made me think. Made me realize this, but. I think with that kind of group, it's not just about the singing, it's also about the stage presence and the yes. dancing. The dancing was a big part of yeah. the group, obviously coming from a burlesque background. And I think that's an added reason as to why yes. Nicole was the lead and not Melody. Because I don't know, like in their videos, she was never really front and center. Yeah. It used to be like um, Ashley, the blonde one, yeah. Nicole and like Carmi. It used to be them because I think they were literally solely dancers and then Melody would be sort of at the back kind of. Yeah. I agree with you on that 100%. Alyssa. But her life, they made my childhood very special. I'll give them that always. But let us know your thoughts on Pussycat Dolls. What are your favorite songs using the hashtag TCM Show? It's now time for us to get into our songs that we're loving as we've entered 2022. I will let you start. I've got a couple here, but I'll let you start with your favorite songs that you've entered this year with. Cool. So I've chosen three, mm-hmm. um, just just purely because these are songs that I've been banging out the most. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. So sorry, that's not COVID. Please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just doing my throat. You know? It's cough. It's not coming up. cough. Even sneezing now because of this new Marion. It's you can't do nothing these days. But anyways, <laughs> um, the first one is from an album that came out in 2021 by Isaiah Rashad. It's mm-hmm. called "The House Is Burning." The song itself is called "Score," mm-hmm. featuring Scissor, who obviously we love. 
and six lakh, aka black. Slack. Um, <laughs> slack, you know, whatever he's going by these days. Um, and yeah, the song is called Score, and I just I've been really, really enjoying it. It's such a like a mellow vibe, and mm. for me, Scissor steals the show in that song. She comes in in the second verse, mm-hmm. and like her vocals, just it just makes so much sense. Like her lyric, everything is just like I love it. I love Scissor. Oh, so love honestly, like she is bae sis where's the album we won't get we won't get into that right now it's been, it's been what like five years five years because 2017 yeah five years five years five years ridiculous <laughs> we, we, we won't get into that today because we'll be here all day um number two is a song by little sims again an album which i absolutely love her sometimes i might be intro, introvert album absolutely amazing and the song that i've picked is protect my energy Mm-mm, that's in my list for, for the for, we, we, we in sync we, we see each other um and the reason why i picked that song is just one i've obviously been listening to it loads but it's just such good vibes yeah. and like the lyrics like yeah don't don't disturb my inner peace like mm-hmm. i'm protecting my energy yeah. and it's just like i feel like that's a good song to sort of start off with 2022 with because it's just all about like proclaiming i'm protecting my energy i just want good vibes around me no negativity so that's why i picked that one yes and then the final one is actually a more recent release Mm -hmm. um by an artist called destin conrad i don't know if you've listened to him he's an an r&b artist but back in the day he used to be big on vine like so big on vine yeah um he was like a teenager I think now he's like 21 so he's still very very young but he started singing and he's always with like Kalani and stuff I think they're really good friends wait is that her, is that her brother what's um, this is a Destin who Destin Conrad D-E-S-T-I-N Conrad yeah no I think like, I'm, I'm lying that's her writer that's her who is her brother then hold on let me see continue I'll be researching as you're talking I'll, I'll, let me look at my research hey <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah um Destin Conrad he's a really good r&b artist um i discovered him last year actually one of my friends put me on um and he dropped an ep called colorway which is really really good i recommend it it's like Mm -hmm. nine tracks long Mm -hmm. but it's just pure vibes Mm -hmm. standout singles for me on that are bills and in the air if anyone wants to just like have a quick listen but the song that i'm picking is a song called life is changing which he released in december and it's just so it's just nice and obviously the lyrics are about life can't you see that life is changing mm. and like things are different and the music video is just pure vibes he's like on the back of a truck standing and the wind going through his hair and it's just it's just nice um and I, I just really like him as an artist I think that he's one to watch for this year and beyond in terms of that alt R&B space or whatever if you want to call it alt or anything R&B <laughs> I've seen that yeah. whole conversation about yeah. that the alt. <laughs> those are my three tracks Destin Conrad Life is Changing Little Sims Protect My Energy and Isaiah Richard featuring Scissor and Slack score Slack I know that's right <laughs> <laughs> so I've got four on my end the first okay. one is pretty obvious is it money long hours and hours I actually is it money is it, uh, what's the name right money yeah, or money I'm saying money I say money long too money long hours and hours this song has me wanting to fall in love again. I feel like I've missed, I, think I missed that time in music where these songs make you fall in love stupidly. Just fall like this. Whoop, this not, the stu- not the stupidity. <laughs> not, <laughs> not the stupidity. Okay, no, you're right. Let's, let's rebook it for 2022 and beyond. But I did miss those songs that make you just fall in love. Just like, just come and you feel safe with your partner. Like, I feel like I've been going through like Summer Walker's been going through it. We've got um, Jasmine with our hotels. We've got, like, different, we've got different emotions. But I feel like the, the one that like the love, that kind of old school love i've missed it i have missed it i feel like i feel that with 
hours and hours. I think she's a, like a very popular songwriter. I think she's written a lot of the hits that we that we love, and then especially in modern R and B as well. So I do love me some really long. There's another artist from the UK called Cat Burns. She has two songs that I love, oh. Go and Free. I discovered her through Tutu's podcast. That's Nana and Rose. Shout out to them always. I think she was she was a guest on their podcast, but I also found about her through TikTok. And this the, the music is amazing. I feel like her mom is also a, a singer songwriter as well. Even Free is about coming out to her mom as well. Well, I think that came, I think that came out the end of last year. I think the end of last year. So because TikTok, people were asking for it. She released it. And it's an amazing song, amazing vocals, especially on Goal. I love Goal so much. There's another song that I discovered through Twitter called Unlock It by an artist called Abra. I hope I'm saying it right. <laughs> Featuring Playboy A-B- Carly. A-B-R-A. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playboy Carly and Boy Noise. I love that kind of nostalgia but futuristic sound that it has it reminds me of like TLC you know TLC with the whole image and their sound of course it, it gives you nostalgia but also give you that, that kind of future vibes as well and I get that with this as well and the last song is Cupcake now we're, we're going to the hood now baby I love it so really niggas I heard that through TikTok as well oh I love it <laughs> I love it it brings out the bad victory in everybody if you are a man or the nice, the nice man if you're a woman whatever listen I love this. It just gives me that kind of vim that I need in my getting ready playlist. Yeah. I love it. But those are my songs. Let us know your favorite songs they've entered the year with using the hashtag TCM Show. But I now want to go into our favorite songs and projects of 2021. I will let you start. I've got a long list. I've got I've got I've got as well. Look at my list. <laughs> Anything out, and obviously I had to cover the albums and the songs. Yeah, same but here. Yeah. I, I'll, uh, what should I start? Should I start? Let me start off with songs. What you want to start um, with? Someone will start with. I'm start off with songs. Yeah. So, um, I based this off of my Spotify top song 2021 playlist. Yeah, yeah, we see each other for real. Um, <laughs> because these are just the songs that I was loving throughout the year, and I wanted to pick songs that I didn't nec- or artists that I didn't necessarily cover in my albums list. Mm, yeah. Um, so the first one is. A track by Lakia featuring the City Girls called Female wow. Goat. Yeah. That song, I had that song on repeat. Okay. That song, like the same thing that you said about Cupcake and making you feel like a bad bitch. Yes. That this song, like, it just makes you feel like, yeah, I'm that girl. Like, yeah. you want to be me, kind of thing. Um, Your Miami's so, verse on that song slaps. Your Miami's verse. Absolutely. Like, One of her best deliveries. You have to wheel it every time. Yeah. Um, The second song is another. Um, I guess female empowerment kind of like make you feel nice song mm-hmm. by an artist that I absolutely loving Amaray, um, Feel Away from obviously her um, the Angel You Don't Know yep. album which is just amazing. Yes. Um, and she's so good live. I went to see her um, towards the end of twenty twenty one and like firstly there were so many bad bitches in there. Yeah, I was seeing her... the snaps. I was seeing the snaps. <laughs> That is her demographic. Like she yeah. makes music for the bad bitches. The like, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Literally. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that song, big up her every time and big up her for basically going viral with um I really like to Sad Girls Love Money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sad Girls Love Money featuring Kelly Eaches and Mother Bitch. Yeah. Um and then my third song, Another Woman. And actually, all of my favorite songs are by women. Uh, they carried this 2021. Listen, listen, give them their praises because the women. 
they carried it. And these award shows need to respect women because they had the ones that have been carrying on their back. But I'll let you continue. Sorry about that. <laughs> Absolutely. No, like um, everything you said, yes. Um, the third <laughs> song is another, or actually the first British artist, and it is Delapo featuring Miss Banks and Oxlade, Interest. That song was, I was loud in it all the time. I love the the time. Lapo. I love her so much. So that is such a good song. Like it's just so good. Like everything, all the elements, like the beat, the lyrics, Miss Banks, Oxlade, like everything. Yeah, absolutely love that song. Mm-hmm. Fourth song is by Mariba and it's called Rider. And it's just mm-hmm. a nice calm vibes but anyone that doesn't know Marie Bar is featured in Insecure a lot mm. um, that's actually how I heard of her as an artist yes same here. To her. same here um so thank you Insecure for putting me on um we're gonna miss you oh so much we're gonna get to that in the episode <laughs> but listen my heart is still bleeding it's still bleeding as we speak listen, I've got some things to say but we'll get there we'll get there, <laughs> we'll get there don't worry <laughs> and then finally it's um an artist called Mariah the Scientist now this Woo! babe has you know she has um questionable vocals sometimes um a lot of the time <laughs> she, you know what she's a beautiful gown you know beautiful gowns gown for real child but the vocals are not here but she i will say that she does have really good songs like songs yeah. she makes heartbreak music so mm. good like even if you're not heartbroken you're like you yeah feel it in your chest yep. and the song that i'm digging is all for me mm-hmm. from her album rai rai world which came out in 2021 and it's just when i say this song is like it's bare sad it's just like the lyrics <laughs> it's are bare sad. it's bare sad it's like what is she's asking in the in the chorus she's asking, what does she have on me what does she have like mm-hmm. to the guy that, that she's mm-hmm. speaking to and i'm like i never want to be in the pit so bad that i'm asking a guy <laughs> what does she have on me no ma'am that's why everyone's asking it I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh gosh great song so um those are my song picks okay. mm-hmm and then let me swiftly move on to album. Yes. Um, so the first one is an artist that I mentioned before, Isaiah Rashad, House is Burning album. Really, really like it. It's a rap album. Um, there's some really good tracks on there. He's got um, Lil Uzi on there. Mm. Obviously, Scissor on there. Six Lack. Six Lack. And other, <laughs> other people. And um, he's got an artist called Dochi, who I didn't know about. Mm. I don't know if anyone saw, but she, they performed it at the BT Hip Hop Awards. And she kind oh. of went viral-ish. Oh, she went that, that's you know, the top, babe! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had the long body that performance. middle part, 24 or 20, 30 inch. Yeah, it was giving. Um, hmm. Absolutely amazing. So thank you to him for putting me on to yeah. some new um, women rappers. And then the second one is an album that came out at the very beginning of 2021, but you've mentioned her before, Jasmine Sullivan Hotel, Ooh. or EBE, shall I say? Yes. Such a solid, pro- solid project. I think mm. my favorite song is definitely on it, which you can't really listen I to. to it on it. So, for reference, it is two thirty-one p.m. <laughs> listen, time is a social about. construct. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. But um, as you said, yes, it's ah oh, amazing, amazing, um, so good. Another female album which I've also mentioned is Little Sims. Sometimes yeah. I might be intro- introvert. I'm not going to it too much because I've already spoken about her, but she's just amazing. And live, oh my God, she's one of the best people mm. I've ever seen live yeah, in my life. And I've been yeah. to I've been to a lot of concerts. Yeah. Like she is so like involved in her creative mm. process. You can mm. tell that it goes yes. beyond the music. Yes. It's not just the music, it's the arrangement, it's the yes. band. It's yes. she had like a routine, like 
oh she ha- she basically did like a skit in the middle of wow. um her concert like in one of the songs mm. and it just made so much sense and mm. she was dropping gems she was saying so many important things like believe in yourself and it was just beautiful to see and like obviously she's a black girl from yeah. north london and she's managed to pave her way in this industry and just do great things so i will rate her forever because she actually of course, cares of course and another important. person Exactly. Another person linked to her is Cleo Soul, mm. who I tweet about all the time. Like, <laughs> see the, see I the stand. Like, I just stand her. And you know what? I feel like the people that I like the most as artists, they're just so low key. They're mm. not really out there. They just mind their. They part of their music. They mind their business. That's it. And I just, I love that. Yeah. Um, and she released an album last year as well called Mother, which is just, it's beautiful. It's obviously the album is an ode to her child, which she recently had with. Um, producer Inflow, who's the person behind the Little Sims Ooh. album, he's the executive producer. Um, and he executive produced Clear Soul's Mother. He also um, executive produced Clear Soul's um, album from last year, Rose in the Dark. And he produced a few tracks, I think three tracks on Adele's album. So he is yeah. amazing. Um, everyone, I feel like that album is so healing. Mm-hmm. So if anyone is in a space where I don't know, they just want to be soothed. Mm. That is the album to listen to. It's it's beautiful. Like her vocals, just everything, her lyrics, everything has meaning and life in it. And you feel it when you're listening to the song. So wheelchair. <sighs> anyway. I love, I love this passion. I this passion is why we this podcast exists. We, we love this yeah. podcast so that people can be passionate about music. We love music. And uh, listen, I love it. I love to hear it. Continue, my dear. <laughs> um, the next album is an album which I think I believe both me and you like. Mm-hmm. It's an al- the album by Don Tolliver called Life of a Don. <laughs> Listen, that album is really good. Like yeah. it's it's just it flows so well mm-hmm. from track to track. Um and it's just it's just so nice, it's good vibes. There's obviously slightly like upbeat kind of tracks, but it's yeah. just so it's just calm and mellow, but it's like yeah. And then he's got like the jumpy songs like Flocky Flocky and all them kind of stuff. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. and obviously we love the Kali Uchis feature. And I believe they're dating. <gasps> yeah, I, yeah, I can see in the form, even the video. I feel like this is a little bit too intimate for, for a mm. music video, but there's still like performances as well. And they were really like very close. Like, I feel like she couldn't even keep her hands off him. But I was like, I, I can do it. <laughs> but that song is one of the best songs I've heard this last year. I was say this year, last year, I should say. Like, it's just so peaceful. It's like they just see each other vocally, not even just. Uh, if they're dating romantically but vocally as well like, it just makes so much sense. I feel like peace is still being replayed to this day I love that song so much it's a drugs and hello melodies yeah beautiful song Mwah. beautiful Continue, so my dear. Mm-hmm. okay next on the list we have um Charlotte Day Wilson who is a Canadian singer anyone who doesn't know um she's been featured on like Kate Trinada's album Baba she was on okay. one of the songs there mm-hmm. um and she has this really good song it's so haunting it's called Mountains it's on mm-hmm. this album but it, came, it was released as a single like way mm-hmm. before the album came out mm-hmm. and it's just so good and like on the um album she's added like added strings and it's got like orchestra mm-hmm. and it's it's a beautiful song I would implore anyone to go and listen to it but the album as a whole um, to describe her genre is R&B. She's white, by the way, but okay. the R&B is, is R&B. The next one is actually an EP mm-hmm. um, by a, I believe he's British, British Nigerian artist called Obon Jaya. Mm. And it's called Sweetness. And it was the EP that he did with Sars, the producer. Mm. And it's only four tracks, but it is so good. I don't know how to describe it as a sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess most people would say it's probably Ote. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's just so good and it's just like uh the like the, the production on it i rate stars so much because you can go and do songs like that with um Obon Jaya and then go and do songs with Wiz Kid that are like mm. more you know like upbeat and like proper Afrobeat tracks mm. um which and this just really shows his range so it starts behind Mona Lisa the, the one is it by yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. that's no in my list yeah, Mona Lisa yeah, yeah. is in my list oh my god how do I not even put that song in there actually... that is in yeah, my yeah, list yeah. As well. yeah yeah um you are absolutely right um but yeah it just shows that what he's able to so yeah I guess Sweetness EP is probably more similar to mm. that Mona Lisa we sound, mm. but less, less I'm a piano. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I'm explaining. It. No, no, okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's an EP. Then the next album is Tyler the Creator. Call me if you get lost. Mm. Um, which I believe came out like somewhere in the first half of the year. Um, I listened. That's one of my most listened to albums. I think it has really good um replay value. You can see his progress as an artist and. Mm. How far he's come from back in the day to now mm-hmm. he really cares about the art as well you can yeah. really see that and just above all he's a really good rapper like mm. he actually is he's yeah. a clown in life but um <laughs> as a rapper and as an artist mm-hmm. like absolutely incredible um next joyce rice i'm almost at the end <laughs> next. there's no rush there's no rush my dear take your time don't worry no rush no time um no rush mm-hmm. um joyce rice overgrown that album is really, really good. It's her debut. Mm-hmm. Um, but it features some really, really good songs, really, really good production. The Kate Chinada, um tracks absolutely slaps. Obviously, her, the lead single, I believe, was On One featuring Freddie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Really, really good song. Um, there's a song with Devin Morris on there, which is really, really good. So if you're looking for, again, R- this is R&B. She's American. Um, and she's a really, really good singer. And the song with Lucky Day as well, which was actually on his Oh, album. I love him. Um is really really good mm. so yeah would recommend and then um almost at the end don't jack worry, james jack james joyride ep mm-hmm. which is really really good again he's a uk artist um r&b based this is actually quite heavily r&b to be honest with you. i love that um but yeah i think that's what was really holding it down mm-hmm. for me last year um and he's just he's still quite low-key and yeah. underground bubbling but he had a song called no drama which i think um people start to pick up on and love in the club as well mm-hmm. um which i think most people would like it's just so groovy and he actually like dances in his videos yeah like, i've seen on tiktok i've seen i've seen yeah. his music video i think tiktok has helped him blow a lot as well i've seen his music videos performances and i just i love seeing my eyes like him and lucky day that just go beyond just singing like i love like how lucky day for example is not incorporating fashion it's not called like there's the, the smooth moves like i love it i love it so Literally. i definitely agree on that um so amazing can't wait to see his growth as an artist and what else he does um and then last few Vince Staples self-titled album um I've never really listened to Vince Staples like that obviously he's been featured in like um Insecure again one of the artists yeah I knew I knew him before Insecure but obviously they play him quite regularly mm-hmm. um and that kind of like pushed me to go and listen to him but this album his self his self-titled album is really good it's really short mm-hmm. I think it's probably like 25 minutes or so mm. um but it's just short sweet but the tracks are really really nice to listen to really smooth it's not like rah 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 music. It's very like calm rap, mm. um, which I really enjoyed. And then last but not least, um, it's an album called What We Call Life by Jordan Rakai, who I thought was British for the long time, <laughs> from New Zealand. <laughs> um, also, I guess R R and B soul mm. jazzy kind of like mm. fusion. Mm, fusion yeah. um, 
if I had to like compare him to an artist, it would be like Tom Mish. Mm. For anyone that listens to Tom Mish, I'd say they're he's the artist that would be closest to him. But his album, what we what we call life, is just really, really good. Yeah. And one of my most listened to songs from that album is um Send My Love. It's it's a beautiful song. And he's basically writing about him first moving to the UK and like his experience with his family and stuff, but it's yeah. very beautifully written and sang and arranged. Mm. So yeah, those are my Ooh, after getting through no I love that listen I love people that's that my list there with, their, with their full information their details I love it I love full details please I love it oh but yeah over to you I want me? to okay because this is my list is just as long you know no, no worry so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try and be as swift of it as possible now so of course I want to start with like how you do with the songs and then go into the projects that I love so I'm gonna start with Tamira now and I love her song Wickedest that song oh uh, that's obviously feels sexy it makes you feel sexy. I feel like the project overall, I was not the biggest fan of the project overall that she released, but I think yeah. I liked Strong for me because you get a different side of her altogether. It was more slow, more emotive. I love Good Love as well. Is it Taiwa as well? Taiwa's had a very good year. Taiwa. So literally, yeah, it's, it's Taiwa. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I said, I said, I said Taiwa. Yeah, I always remember people's names. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a hot mess. So Taiwa, he is amazing. I love Good Love. The next song, okay, this name, oh, God, I don't, I don't butcher it. Amaria BB slow motion is that right, right name? I think I think that's how you say Amaria. it. That's how I, I, I think it's Amaria. Say it. I think it's Amaria yeah. BB. Slow motion. That song, another sexy song. I really love. And that's another UK artist. I think there's a couple of UK artists in this list. Funny enough, <laughs> but yeah, Amaria BB slow motion. Another amazing song. Share universes one one one. I spoke about this on this project podcast so many times. This song is spectacular. It just makes you feel so at peace. The lyrics are so powerful. I feel like it suits this year as well. Like what I'm trying to focus on. I'm trying to be my, my best self. You know, everything mm-hmm. is God's time, right on time, all that good stuff. So I love that song. Next, of course, Bella, my baby. I love me some Bella with Evil Eye. Uh, with Evil Eye, I love that it was different to what we've got from her in the past. I know she was quite nervous. We spoke about on the podcast when she was here about how nervous she was about doing a different sound, but it worked. It worked. It was loved. I can't like, I'm excited for the next project. It's coming. It's coming soon, but I'm excited for the next project. I'm really excited. We're ready. Are oh, we being ready, child? I feel like it's just, I just pray that it's like, of course, we push it, we receive it well, all that good stuff, because I've heard a couple of songs chef's kid like i feel like you will love it i, I can imagine now knowing your taste you will love it but i also got here nomani and cardi b's wild side i'm mm-hmm. really upset that that's her only single last year to be honest and i hopefully can we, just, can we talk about nomani let's get into it let's get into my dear go on what's your thoughts? i just feel like what is her team doing oh. like, it's always a drop drop and just a bit. Go. that's 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 it like she gave no... pick and drop a new meaning <laughs> <laughs> she can pick and drop her whole human in chat. No, literally. Like, no. why does why does she do that? Like, she'll do a whole like video mm-hmm. of obviously single and be pushing it, performing at award shows, and then all of a sudden, proof gone. Like, like you know what's so sad? Fifty two episodes later, and this has been the same point I've made from the first episode. I said the same thing. Like, I just wish that there was consistency, and I think I kind of blame Leo because not I even saw a clip of Alicia Keys talking about was it Columbia Records she was talking about and how they actually almost fumbled her career when she started because they didn't know what to do with her. And when she moved to another label, that's when she now has success, similar with, with Franklin. Yeah. And I think labels like RCA, they don't know how to handle black artists. I, I've, I've noticed it. There's a lot of black artists that are so talented. Like, since it's on the same label, I'm like, where is the music? Where is that push that we had, as, as we mentioned, with Pretty Dolls in 2006, before and after? Where was like, this consistency? I think by now, they'll be on their third for single. <laughs> if, if it was back in the Literally. day. Literally. 
they'll be on their own, the third, the third of a single by now. And I feel like this one was such a good comeback, but then it's going to never come back again. Like, how many comebacks are we going to do? Like, like YouTubers going on breaks, like, oh, why I, I'm leaving, why I left, I'm back. How am I going to I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be posting no, no, You can expect no. videos on Wednesday and Sunday. And then you nothing. <laughs> my, my whole thing is, I don't understand why like her label or her team or whatever are putting so much money and budget into like shooting these very high yeah. quality um obviously high, clearly high budget music videos like, and, even and then all this she's money and effort to do nothing because the funny thing apparently when it came to the whilst visual she just put her own money into it so like even then they're not even spending mm-hmm. on her like that yeah when i reason i said huh like apparently because when they did the live with cardi b no money was hinting that there was issues there was issues behind the scenes oh, uh, that's okay. why cardi b went so hard for her when they were promoting the song but i feel like yeah. she also spoke another interview about how she had to put her own money into the visual I'm like the fact that she put her money to the visual, that means that there's a serious problem. Where's the budget for the songs? Because if you're going to start Wild Side, how, how are we going to like uh, surpass Wild Side, the quality of the visual, the quality of the song, like her making better music? Like, uh, it is quite sad. But I feel like the song has gone to me more and more as the months have gone by. Uh, I yeah. think the extended version should have been the original version. I don't like the shortest version. I feel like I hate when they do this nowadays of just shortening songs. But I love it. Take me for a ride, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to pull up on you. <laughs> Even the choreography, like oh um, my god, I loved it. I loved it. It was like so original. Of course, she incorporated the Aaliyah. Was it what? Wait, wait, what's it called again? Rock the a woman. Sorry, more than a woman. I said like, one in one in a woman. I can say one in a woman. Can you imagine? I'm missing one in a million and one woman together. But she incorporated oh, oh yeah, one in a million. <laughs> but she incorporated the, the moves into it so effortlessly. It was amazing. Next up, Victoria Monet. She gave us F-U-C-K. I thought that was actually 2020. But 2021, I said, oh, we actually got a lot this year, as well as coasting. I just love it, Tom. She makes being sexual so sweet. <laughs> she makes it so sweet. Like, she, I love her. We need a project this year. God willing, please give us the... I think it's meant to be a free part to Jaguar. So hopefully we get the, mm. the part two and three. I think it's meant to be three EPs and made into one album. Like, you know how her did... What's that one called again? I used to know her, I think it's what it's called. Oh, what? that's stupid. When she's um, <sighs> doing her, sp- her spoken word. <laughs> Let's not even get into this, babe. <laughs> I'm tired. I've also so got much his talent. Oh, you said, because you know what? For me, when it comes to her, for example, she reminds me of like talent does not always equate to like make like it's not like quality, but knowing how to make that perfect album. Because the album has good songs, but overall, I have not gone back to that album since the month that it came out. <laughs> and I the month that it came out, it was for, for the podcast I listened to it. At all, I feel like with her, she's mm. she just needs to hone in on a, a sound. Like, yes. what is your yes. sound are you doing your spoken word are you doing reggae are you doing afro beats are you doing r&b like what is it like pick, pick one and stick to it like her song damage 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 yeah, yeah damage i'm trying to i'm trying to like, what's, what's song? Song? Damage. that's such yeah it's such a good song like that is what we need we need that more of standards like even my own like those there were certain good songs in the album but overall that was probably my most disappointing album I think maybe along with Silk Sonic as well. If we're going to Silk Sonic, I'm quite disappointed. Can we talk about disappointments after? Oh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Don't worry. But next, I've got Shabo's song with Hayley's, um, what's it called again? Friendly. I love oh, Hayley from Western. If I could marry a voice, I'll marry the voice. Like, that voice is gorgeous. I feel like they see each other so well on the song. Dave's album, I didn't really go back to it as much, but I do love Law of Attraction featuring Snowa. 
that song, I love that song a lot. It's very sensual. I feel like Dave has very mature on that song. He gives me a little bit of storms if I like, like the energy, that kind of like, that kind of alpha male. Is that, is that, is that the right time to use? That kind of biggie, biggie, the big boys. Yeah. <laughs> the big boys. I get that kind of energy from that song, which I love. Ari Lennox, Pressure. Love that yes. song. I prefer to come back with that because the features of the past few months, year, I would say, amazing. Amazing features from her. Lucky Day, Candy Drip. Love it. I absolutely love that song. Tanache's album, I wasn't really a fan of it, but I do love X featuring Jeremiah. That song is very sexy. I'm going to get a visual from that song very soon. Apparently, Megan Thee Stallion didn't release an Oh, she released a project, she released a mixtape, but again, that was something I'm not going back to a lot. But I do mm. love Eat It and Fuck Shit. I love these songs. Amazing. Last three songs, oh, sorry, last three artists, I say, last three artists, Adekunle Gold, It Is What It Is, and Sinner. Those two songs, I love it. Wizkid, I love Mood. I'm in a big mood. Girl, I they feel you. <laughs> and as, as I mentioned, Mona Lisa by Low J featuring Sars. I love that song. I think he was a producer. I'm guessing what you're telling me, I think he was a producer of the song, I guess. But yeah. in terms of albums now, I have to talk about Doja Cat. <laughs> Doja Cat! She Get into us- it, yeah. No, I love Planet Her so much. I think at first I was not grabbed like that. I liked it, but I didn't love it. I think I started to see more and more. I do love that album. The my standout song from that are Need to Know, of course, one of my top song of the year on my Spotify raps. I love Been Like This as well. I love how emotive it is as well. It's a different side to Doja that I love. Of course, Jasmine Sullivan spoke about her already with hotels, but I love the other side. Pick up your feelings. Don't forget to come and pick up your Of course, Girl Like Me featuring her. I think that song what gave me hope for her album, but of course, the hope was not met. But, <laughs> but I do love that project. It's actually amazing. I love Adele's third team. It was very unexpected to that she actually went to explore. I think, oh my God, the visual's coming out soon. I love Easy On Me even more now. Woman Like Me. Is it? I suppose it's a midnight party or night party, I should say. Love it. There's a lot of standout songs there. I love um, Cry Your Heart Out too. Thames had an amazing year. I loved yes. her project as well, but I love Crazy Things. Crazy Things are happening. Crazy Things are <laughs> I love Replay and Avoid Things on that. You mentioned yes. Don Tolliver already, Drugs and Helen Melodies. I love Way Bigger, Five Times, What You Need, and Double Standard. Those are my standout tracks on the album. Summer Walker, she kind of surprised me that album because I feel like with Over It, I didn't know what to expect with Still Over It, but yeah. I do love that album. I feel like I've gone back to it a lot. I love um, Switching Nigga Out, Constant Bullshit. Do you? I love it. And of course, no love with scissor, our babes, uh, reciprocate. You don't know me on loyal with Alex again. That was her standout track again. Like, Alanis, she took that song and made it her own. That was her song. Um, what else I love? Toxic, closure, broken promises. Those are my favorite songs. Drake's album was not a favorite. I've not really heard it in people's top five, top ten, to be honest, but there are songs that I liked. I do like Race yeah. My Mind. Oh, I, I love that song. Right, I really want to race my mind. mind. <laughs> so good. I love that. So that's a standout track. I love Pipe Down. 
in the Bible, which is called Little Dirk and um, Gibeon. Little Dirk, I did my dance one time and say, that I'm in viral with me. <laughs> I love that part of TikTok. And I love um, the way Gibeon ended the song. It was amazing. What else do I love on the TSU and Wade Sex? People don't like Wade Sex like that, but I like Wade Sex. Like, it makes me feel sexy while I was getting ready to go out, all that good stuff. Little Nas X has not been spoken about a lot. But I was, yeah. I, I love that album. I was pleasantly surprised by the album. I feel like the certain song that made me very hopeful for his next album. I hope that he goes down that mature route, especially with um, the song Dead Right Now. Very amazing song. I love Industry Baby, which was a success. Sco- um, Scoop, so I Scorpio, you know. Scoop <laughs> featuring um, Doja Cat. Um, the song of Megan Stallion, Dollar Sign Slime. Song Goes Down, Don't Want It, are my favourites. Of course, Little Sims. Now this album... What I love is the fact that it could have been a whole visual album. It could have been a whole visual yep. album, just, just from the, the, the whole structure of it, the track listing. It just flows so effortlessly. I feel that's actually, like, that's one of my favourites. But, but top two for me, as we talked about, like, this is no particular order, by the way. This is just, as I was thinking, I was hyping it, but it's top yeah. two in terms of, like, albums that are actually albums. Because these days, we don't have concepts like that, you know. Of course, like, some Walkers one, there was a concept. Little Sims was a concept. I feel like it's very rare to hear that there's, there's a concept, there's actually a flow, there's like a story. I do love it for that reason. I've not heard people say Willow Smith, but Willow Smith's album, the rock album. Mm, 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 mm. I haven't and, listened to that. Oh my, I recommend it. A Transparent Soul. People that don't even like rock like that actually like that song. I feel like it's for people yeah, that are not into rock, but want to get into it. I feel like that's a good style with her. I love Transparent Soul, Naive, Lipstick. Those are my standout songs. I think I missed an album. Snow Allegra's one. I don't go back to it a lot, but again, there are standout songs that I like. So just no. like that. That's one of my disappointments. Yeah, really again, similar to Drake's voice, I think it's not like I go from top, top to bottom, I can't do that. I don't I don't really feel like that. But I do have standards like just like that. I like taste, dying for your love, which was a I think that's her first single for the album, isn't it? Yeah. I do love that song. And on my mind featuring James. How do I say his surname? Leroy. Leroy, that's it. <laughs> you know me and my name. So, oh my gosh. But yeah, he's amazing. He has a lovely touch on the song. But what, what are your thoughts on this album actually? Now that we're going to go to disappointments. Let's start with this one. This I'm ending here. Um, the reason why I say it's a disappointment is because her previous album, Ugh, oh, uh-huh. again. Yeah. It's so good. Like, that is a really good, solid album. Like, let me just go on my Spotify. So go I can on, go on, go pull, on. Up, pull up the songs. Yes. Um, I want you around, situationship, whoa, find mm-hmm. someone like you. Like, there's just so many, there were so many good songs. Yeah. Like, I didn't mean to fall in love, nothing. To, like, as a whole body of work, mm-hmm. it was just, it was really, really good. And I feel like with this album, which is Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies, mm-hmm. even the album cover, when I saw that, I was just like, what, oh, is, yeah. going <laughs> what yeah. in the Nollywood is going on here? She has purple <laughs> eyes. Not the Nollywood! <laughs> I just, uh, I didn't understand um, and then it came out and I listened to it the thing is it's so funny because you go on Twitter like on release day which is normally a Friday and people have already listened to an album and people are like yeah it's a classic yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. it every song like she's managed to outdo herself and obviously you don't want to pay attention to that but yeah. it lurks in the back of your mind so when I went to go and listen to it I was, I was expecting something mm-hmm. when I went to listen to it it was just disappointment that's all it gave yeah. um there are a few songs that I like like just like that um and on my mind, I listen to that song a lot. Mm-hmm. But just as a whole, as a I'm dying for obviously. But as a body of work, it just wasn't really, it just gave nothing, um, which was disappointing. Obviously, yeah. she's a great vocalist, like mm-hmm. good writer, all of these things. But it just, it just, 
Yeah. Basically. Because <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Snow. Did you, did you get into her properly about why it was coming for you? Um, I didn't actually even listen to that album. I can't. I can't keep up. the 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 last like project that I actively like went to listen to of hers was the I used to that Love one. Her, yeah. the, <laughs> that one. Oh, um, and I was just like, this like sh- some of her singles are just so good. Like yeah. And then you go and listen to her projects, and it's just why is it not translating into a whole mm-hmm. body of work we already know she has talent she has the writing ability yes. she can play the guitar she can play piano she yeah. can sing very yeah. very very well like yeah. she's an incredible vocalist so I don't understand why it's like she's just giving us throwaway singles mm. that are very good but then when it comes to the actual album or body of work now yeah. it's not given anything yeah. and I feel like her as well she's a really good feature artist like when she features on other people's songs she delivers that another song that she featured on this year is it, is it intimidated intimidated so good I did not explore that because I feel like for me I wish she kind of explored it a little bit more on this album I feel like as a debut show us what we're working with what what we should expect from you for the future I don't know what to expect for her for sophomore album I don't know what is going to happen there I would love her to of course have her sort her true sound but then show that okay I can branch into that I can branch into that not for example like Chloe Halley's um Ungodly Hour, of course, there was that yeah. core R&B, but there's a little bit, there was an um, Ungodly Hour, there was other songs, there was R-O-Y-L, like, there's those few songs there that just gave us, like, the potential in different like, the genres. I feel like yeah. even the track listing made sense, I feel like her track listing, it was too long, it was too long, like, oh, it was disappointing, I can't lie to you, and then Silk Sonic as well. Mm. Hmm. I Do you know what it was with that album? Huh? Hmm. Do you know what it is with that album? Mm. I feel like they released all the best songs as singles. <laughs> Apart from um After Last Night. I think that's the best song on that album. That album yes, is, that song I agree. Really I agree. Good. I agree. But um when I was in that album, it was giving samey. It wasn't like it was it was like I'd heard it before because of yeah. the singles that they had released. And then it was like it was okay. nothing that, nothing new compared to what we've heard from the singles. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So whilst it was good, like I can't say it was a no, bad, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It was just Disappointing. Underwhelming. Yeah, I agree with you yeah. on that. I agree with you on that. I feel like for me to leave the open was such a strong start. I feel like I probably would have switched singles. Yes. I would have loved that as like that, that kind of like surprise. Like, oh my god, like there's, there's more to them. I feel like they, they started so high. I feel like it just started to steep a little bit. Like, mm, I don't know about it. But mm. I listen, I love Bruno. I think I was put onto SM Pack properly. Was he on um, Rhythm and Flow? I think it was a Rhythm and Flow that because I showed Cardi B and Ti and Charles Rapper. I think I probably oh, saw him as a guest, and I kind of heard about him through um, hotels again. So I need to get into his own music properly. But I think that he's, 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 he's a talented guy, talented guy. But again, the album did kind of spoil me a little bit. But that is yeah. a very long list of favorite songs and albums and projects in general. Let us know your favorite songs, albums, and projects using the hashtag TCM Show. It's now time for the trending topics. And I think it's all right for us to start with Tristan and Chloe. <laughs> I'm laughing already. <laughs> what are you laughing? <laughs> I said in this life, let's all humble ourselves because listen, <laughs> when the crowd will come back to bite, if you don't know, if you're under the rock, it has been confirmed that he is now a father of three. <laughs> Three different big mamas. This is the way people like to shame women, which I don't agree with. Let's shame him today. He has to be shamed. Tristan has to be shamed. I feel like if he was shamed, he'll behave himself a little bit more. But yes, he. It was revealed that he um had a child whilst professing his love for Chloe. I think I went and read my research the day that he even came public. He said, "Oh, I love Chloe." Da 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 da. That's the day that he wanted to go and shit on her. I said, "This life, 
Men will do what? Men will embarrass you. They will come and embarrass you. So yeah, he's the father. He tried to deny at first, but got a paternity test done, which confirmed that he is the father. What were your thoughts when you heard this news, my dear? Firstly, it came as no surprise. Of course. I feel like this guy is always in the news for everything but basketball. Occupation. You wouldn't think. No, 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 what he does. Think, you wouldn't think that he plays sports. Like, I don't know what he think. plays for, what his position is, other than cheating. I don't know any. <laughs> I don't know anything about. All he knows is doggy, doggy, doggy. He doesn't know how to do football. <laughs> it, basketball, he does. It's basketball, football. I don't know what he does, but it is a hot mess. Oh my god! What but yeah, is wrong I, with this man? <laughs> when I saw it, I was just not surprised. But I was just in my my first thought was more so like to Chloe, like when is enough enough? Like uh-huh. when. Mm. is the when do you get to a point what is your, your breaking point at this point because he's not only he he cheated with you <laughs> let's start there he cheated with you on his first baby mum then he was cheating on you when you were even pregnant it did it not even force her into early labor video caught on 4k ultra hd damn <laughs> he's, he's giving you like hypertension while you're pregnant then on top of that he's come to now he's fathered a child <laughs> Um, it's not even like, I'm shy it's not for the girl. Like he was he was just hitting her up like yeah let like, come round or whatever. He was inviting her out to places, getting her into these. It was for parties. months. Hey. Like this is this is like public embarrassment. Not that fetishism, like, not clinging like that girl before. It is it's very very shameful. I don't understand what it is that she's even clinging on to. It's not like he's that successful. No shade. Like <laughs> he's not like a Michael Jordan or you know like he's not that guy like that. So. If you wanted to find another basketball player, which seems to be a running theme here for her, mm. you could do that. Um, mm. But I was just like, as a person, as a man, like, when will you sort of see it in your heart to actually just be a nice person? Yeah, that it's just me for your child or for your children. I should say, you know, have a, I he has more than one child now. For your children, be a good example for your children because they're gonna grow up and say, "Oh, as a man, this is how a man treats woman. This is how, as a girl, this is what I should accept." And I think with Chloe, I think with Chloe, I think what maybe has held her in bondage mind the fact that she kind of went all in on Jordan Woods for like, <laughs> and when I rewatched her interview. I realized that that was not a consensual kiss that, that that she was talking about. It was not consensual. It was Tristan that put himself on enjoying while she was drunk. I was like, but Chloe kind of twisted the narrative. I saw that clip resurface of her um, on the Kardashian show with her sisters, and I think Kamora was on FaceTime and with Chris. I said, what is going on here? Like this, we're ready to come and villainize this girl, ruin her name, ruin her credit. She had not even started yet. I feel like she was because I think Jordan was very like tied to Kylie. They knew that, yeah. okay, if I ruin this girl's name, what's going to happen there? But thank God for the Smiths. They have been problematic for the most part. But thank God they, what they did right was actually protect that girl because yeah. what the connection were going to do with your white privilege, oh my goodness, it was so scary. But with Chloe, I just hope that she does what's right for her child because this is very embarrassing at this point. I feel like this is not what love is. It's not what, it's just, it's, it's very embarrassing. It's very embarrassing scenes. And you know what? In, in this life, what you get to people is what's going to get back in return, Sha. Because you, mm-hmm. and then what killed me is even that video is like, oh, girls that still are men. I said, huh? You Kardashian Jenner family. The men that you're calling, literally, I think all of them. All of them. If it's not Kendall, it is just Kylie's not Kylie. Is Co- I think Courtney's the only one I feel like that has kept herself to herself with yeah. that crazy boy. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Scott. That's Scott. Courtney's <laughs> an anomaly anyway because she's the only one that doesn't have mixed race kids. <laughs> literally and obviously kendall has no kids but yeah. out of all of them yeah. courtney's the only one she's kind of like very she whilst obviously she's a kardashian she's just very different to the yes rest of them. i agree with that it's, 
Kylie, Chloe, Kim yeah. are Ugh. very similar in the way that they even Rob's got mixed race kids. What kind of family is this? <laughs> and then the and then the baby mama of Rob is the ex of Kylie's ex. Oh my god, that that, that whole line of like this it's just it's just a blur. Like what's all this? It's absolutely mad. And Kylie, she was um she was wasn't Travis, someone was with um Justine Sky. Justin Sky. That's why they're not Travis, friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were besties, Kylie. Um, Kylie and Justin. Like now Justine they're not friends. Even her thingy, her make her makeup model, whatever, you know, for the brand. Oh god. Yeah, oh, they're, and, trifling. Yeah. they're trifling. They are just trifling to be honest. And I feel like and is it audacity, the hypocrisy, and just the delusion of it all oh, are men. They they don't they don't claim you. <laughs> when they claim they're cheating on they're, they're cheating on the other side, like bread. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Well, that I is feel like whatever you do, it's it's mm-hmm. gonna come back so, mm-hmm. to an extent anyway. I said, Jordan, just keep on getting your flowers, your cars from that that new bathroom of yours. That's how you do it. Go where love is, my dear. Go where love is. Go where love is. Rich. But that's our thoughts on Tristan and Chloe. Let us know your thoughts using the hashtag TCM Show. Insecure. Unfortunately, you've come to the end of the road <laughs> with insecure. Oh, I'm in pain. I'm actually in pain. But what were your thoughts on the season? Who gave the characters individually? What were your thoughts on Insecure season five as a whole? I got notes. I know that's right. (laughs) Come on. Um, I think my first, just like initial thought as a summary is, I didn't love it as a season. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably. Obviously, I haven't sat with it enough, mm-hmm. but it's probably my least favorite season mm-hmm. of the five, purely because I feel like there was a lot of wasted time. Yeah, there's like there was episodes and scenes where I, in the end, I didn't see why they were Chasing in the dogs. show. Yeah, oh, I didn't understand what, like, how was that? If fair enough, if they were like building up to yes. something, like in the in the past, they've done kind of like. Yeah. filler episode at the, or at the time you thought it was a filler episode but it's leading yes. to something yes whereas this was just like some episodes like you said chasing dogs it was just like like why was nathan on the sh- like why was he in so many oh. god god it made god. made no sense um god. but i feel like towards the end of the season it did yep. pick up yeah and it became the show that i know and love so was happy about that yeah. um character development i just want to say molly absolutely amazing but i never said it i never, never expected us to get that from from, from yeah. character. um and then yeah i think it was good i wish i did i wish i got to see torian's character more yes um because it would have been nice to have seen his interactions with molly yes and how they grew as a couple because then we just got to the end and all of yes. a sudden bam like Damn. marriage um and one thing that i actually noticed was that this is the only season where they didn't have like a made-up show in the show is it yeah, so like the first season, I think it was I can't remember June off or locked up something mm-hmm. locked up abroad, mm-hmm. and then the second season was June off. The third one was I think was it looking for Victoria, one of them. <laughs> but there was like different, and then there was one that was like a sitcom. So there was like different running. Yes. I really liked that they had that like a show in the show. I'm not sure why they didn't do it, mm. but it would have been nice to see. But overall, I really, really, I really enjoyed the ending. Yeah, not so much the beginning and middle because I was just like I don't know where this is going. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to turn it around, but they managed to. But I'm just I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, I'm hundred percent. What What did you think? To you. I'm very to you. For me, 
the beginning I was like where are we going with this and I think I wish that certain storylines were explored more and I think those wasted seasons they could have actually explored it more I think even with the whole queer couple so I forgot the guy's name but him and the, the guy that I'm in love in two seconds is actually oh, a like, yes it's actually a real example of, of being because I fall in love like the blink of an eye and I, I wish we got to explore that see the outcome of that I think that certain things happen so suddenly even Kelly mm-hmm. Kelly now almost start family I said how did that happen like it was I just wish there was more explore that kind of stuff but again the ending was beautiful I, I think it was I don't know how the earth tied together and how it was going but as I said there's some people that had too much screen time which I think we'll get into in a bit but again I think what they did right as always soundtrack yes. the soundtrack over the soundtrack honey the, the cinematography all gonna be perfect you know yeah. I feel like yeah but I think let's, let's start off with um our good sis Molly and of course, her her transformation season, I guess, because mm-hmm. in season one to four, I I don't like this character. I don't like her. I don't like her. But there was a lot explored. I feel, of course, her mom. I think her job as well. The new man. Last, what were your thoughts on Molly? I so like you just said, like season one to four. I recently, I say recently, last week, <laughs> I watched back. I watched it back. Honestly, I could watch Insecure every week. Yes, like, I, I it's just that good. But I watched it back, um, and there's so many things that you pick up on. She was a shady bitch. Like oh! every time Easter would come with some sort of idea or something she want to do, she'd be like, "Are you sure you want to do it?" Like she just a Debbie Downer, like very yeah. negative. Yeah. Um, and like the season four finale episode where she texts Easter that message, yeah, um, by accident. And then they went outside and she was like, I just don't think the me me now and you now are m- meshing together. And it's yeah. like, okay, your, your best friend's suddenly becoming like successful and now yeah. you don't like it. Like, mm. what is that? Mm. Um, and like just some of her, her actions have just been like very poor. And I feel yeah. like in real life, they would not be friends. No, nope. <laughs> they wouldn't. Nope. Nope. They wouldn't. But well, obviously yeah. it's a show. Mm. And she just really pulled it back from literally from episode one. Um, yeah. I feel like she just did a lot of introspection. And she was yes. like, I need to change like even her looking at her dating profiles mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. realizing like right like was I really this like yeah anal about things like she mm. was just it was just it was too much yeah. but her her happy ending made me really happy for yeah. her like the fact that she was able to get a fairy tale ending like after all those years of looking for a man you know she found him right under her nose at yeah. her job so they get on like a house on fire yeah. he accepts her flaws and all and it's just beautiful to see and I'm I'm really happy about her like the development of her and Issa's yeah. friendship as well and how they were able to bounce back from the madness <laughs> yeah no nah, it was like that madness was was a lot and also very relatable I feel like I remember seeing in a previous episode how as I was watching that show it was happening to me in real time and that's Ooh, what, what I love about Insecure Insecure yeah. is, is like it's, it's not a fabrication of life like, it's so real I feel like even if I okay, okay spoiler alert guys if you didn't know already we're just wanted the show for you so if you <laughs> But <laughs> I love how in the last episode, I think it was the last episode anyway, where like, it showed the reality of life, how as, as we grow up and get older, we, sometimes we might, might be too busy to go to a birthday party, we might miss a birthday party, yeah. we might miss an engagement, because like, we might be busy with work, we might be in an emergency. Like, you know, I just don't know how life happens. So I, think I just love that as well. But I think, going back to what you said about their friendship, I want to know how they fixed it <laughs> because really truly went from there being major issues to oh my god like we're, okay there's, we're a little bit cold but we're on the men like how did we get mm. to the on, on the like on the men kind of thing how did you build that relationship back again like I I do wish we got to see more of that 
With Molly Dom, as I said, I would never expect that character development. I thought maybe you might be Issa will have that happy ending, if that makes sense. But speaking of Issa, what were your thoughts on Issa? Of course, her glowing up, but her also being in Love Triangle. What were your thoughts on that whole Love Triangle situation? Were you team, uh, was it Nathan or Lawrence? So I've, <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with Lawrence Hyde. Yeah. The reason why is because <laughs> they're delusional and they just think, <laughs> they actually think that Lawrence is like he's done nothing wrong ever and he's just the picture perfect man and boyfriend no, no. and whatever. When really and truly he hasn't been. Obviously, Issa cheated, which obviously started this spiral of yeah. events and she was clearly in the wrong for doing it. It's the fact that she came, she was in the studio, laying it low and spreading it wild. <laughs> And then she came back to Lawrence and after they had tried to, tried to fix things. But realistically, season one, Lawrence, he was a bum. Like, he yeah, was not doing so. anything. And he forgot her birthday. And, like, <sighs> it just, it the relationship obviously wasn't where it needed to be. And obviously, we saw that in that season four episode when they went on a date. And she was like, I used to drive around the block after work because I didn't want to come home. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But also very now, well. Exactly. Very now on to season five. Obviously, they started off. Um, they were together after season four trying to work through the, the pregnancy thing and I'm very glad that she cut it off because I feel like it just it was too messy how can you be dating someone who's about to have a newborn child not with you um too much too much drama and I'm glad that I feel like season two Issa probably would have been like yeah I'm, I'm down because she was a mess she's a messy bitch yeah but that I feel like that showed growth from on yes. her part yeah to remove herself from yeah. that situation I which I think was the right thing to do because obviously as a new dad he needed to adjust and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um Nathan so at first I was more than I was up for it I was like okay yeah like he's new you know he encouraged her to do her um the block the block party like yeah. he's adding like some nice things to her life mm-hmm. obviously he's shown signs of being hmm but you know <laughs> like he's, he, ha- he had like he had a reason for yeah. like him ghosting her mm-hmm. hmm. Nathan, yeah. yeah. I just want to say he's so sometimey. Like he's so oh. he's a runner, he's a track star. I, I literally tweeted it. Like that's all he knows how to do. All, all he knows how to do is run away from situations. He doesn't like to face things head on, which is why in that um season finale episode he was like, I don't think we should do this. It's like he was expecting her to chase him and start oh, being like she was like, okay, when she just got out of the car and he was looking at her like, you're not gonna fight for huh? fight for this love. And say she, Cheryl, she, Cheryl. Like, see, say see <laughs> literally. <laughs> Um, so at that point I was like okay and I feel like at that point I was like I don't want Issa to be with Lawrence yeah. I don't feel like it's necessary I wish Issa would just choose Issa yeah. but yeah. when I watched the finale and they showed how you know she had progressed as a person she dated other people he dated other people but still in her mind she couldn't get over him yeah. like that was her person and obviously eventually they got back to, they got back together he's had his child he's settled they were able to make it work I can't complain about that I can't either. With me now, hmm. again, I was not Team Lawrence or Team Nathan. I was Team Lisa too. I just want maybe because I was trying to project where maybe I was in my own life. Maybe because of course we look at your old past situation, like, oh, do I go back to this person, that person? No, let's put them on the bin and let's start afresh. You know, let's start afresh. <laughs> and I even thought she'll end up being with Coffee Siri Baby, not not Siri, but Siri Baby. I just want to call her Siri Baby. That's my babe now. Coffee Siri Baby. I thought she'll be with his kind of, that'll be an odd match. But I said, hmm, could they be going there? Because there was a lot of tension there, but I was strictly. Yeah. Professional attention, 
but I wanted her to choose her. But Nathan, like you said, I just I, people were here for me. I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, this, as I said, it's very sometime. It's very like like a light switch. Now, of course, he has his own son that he's going dealing with work, but not even aside from that, like just it's just they were like oil and water. Like he's not really expressive as much as maybe Lawrence was. Like he was just like a brick wall. I said I cannot. But like, maybe I'm predicting because I I can't with brick walls i know man i want to feel it i want to hear it and i feel like he rarely expressed how he felt about isa with lawrence though unfortunately there was him and condolences baby you know when she went to go and dash Woo! Fuck the kid. <laughs> <laughs> he said fuck the kid. that scene made me so, <laughs> so funny i wheeled it up like five times that was hilarious <laughs> That was an amazing scene. Like, I like to, even though, of course, it, I don't think it was meant to, I, that's more in her head kind of thing, isn't it? But yeah. it was still funny to me. It was so funny to me. I just love to see Issa's progression. I feel like, I love the fact that it's not every time see a lead black woman or a woman that's a, um, has got, got um, the main role going through hell or ending, ending in sorrow. There's no, mm. no, that's not, that's not, I just introduced name. I just love that. Of course, as you said, her outcome, she was looking beautiful in that red. I feel like red is really her color. Mm. You said red sweet and I, in that in that wedding scene. Oh, oh, Jesus! Jesus, and the hair, um, everything. Oh, uh, no! I, I saw a collage of her hair from season one to five. She never missed. She never. She took care of that oh. hair for five seasons. God, yeah. like, what well to her and the team? The whole team, like, it just. I need to watch documentary. I, I can't find it anywhere. Oh my goodness! But I oh, I'll send you a link. Please, oh my, love you, my dear. But I need it. I need it. I need because I want to see the whole creative process because that's kind of show that you want to. You wish that you were actually in it. There's what seeing it happen, seeing them the, the behind the scenes, the team. Who are the two the Like how was like what the filming days like? I would love to know more about her. I'll definitely be watching it after when it's something because ah, I bloody love it. But as mentioned, of course, Lawrence with um, condolences. What were your thoughts about the dynamic? Of course, it was quite rocky in the beginning, but eventually things got better. What were your thoughts on the whole storyline with Lawrence and condolences? Or condola? Can I just say, in the first instance, can I just say that Tiffany is a messy bitch? Oh. Because she knew that, and Issa's meant to be one of her closest friends. How yeah. can you not divulge information? How can you not? This is someone that she was with for five years. This is not yeah. like some. It's not like Daniel or something. Like, like a one night nice stuff. It's Laura. Yeah, it's like her her guy. Yeah. And you you failed to not say anything. I just feel like from the beginning, I never really saw it for them. Like it, like there was no like chemistry that made me think, oh, like yeah, they make sense. It just mm. never really made mm. sense. I agree. Um, so I wasn't surprised that um after her Thanksgiving party or whatever, it like sort of fizzled out and they ended. Yeah. Um. Condola is also, I can't believe I said her name. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> um, Constellation is also um, a very rude, rude person because, oh. like, obviously, when when she found out that Isa and um, Lawrence dated, and then she started moving weird, and she like she was she didn't help her like finish the process. Yeah. yeah, she ghosted her, yeah. and she turned up at the block party, and she was like, "Yeah, I just wanted to check in," and it was just like, oh, "Why? Why? Yeah, like." And then obviously the pregnancy. I feel like she shot herself in the foot when she said to him, um, you can be as involved or like as mm-hmm. much as or as little as you want. Because in that instance, obviously, you not, no one wants to be a single parent. You don't want to be raising a child alone. Yeah. And you don't want to be doing the majority of the labor because raising yeah. a child is a, it's a mad thing. Yeah. So 
she should have said in that instance, you know, like, um, I'm going to, I'm keeping the baby, but like, I want you to be actively involved, like bringing him to appointments, letting him know. But at the same time, Lawrence was trash. Like he was, he was being a deadbeat. That episode, um, I think it's episode three, when they showed the contrast between Lawrence and how he was living his life. He was having, (laughs) doing things with women. Literally. (laughs) Popping that thing. That's That's what he was was doing while she was on the toilet falling asleep. Listen. With the baby, going to A&E, all of this stuff. And obviously he's living in a different um, city at this point. He's flaking on her when he's tired off the work. Like she can't, you can't just like clock out of being a parent. You have to be a parent all the time. And obviously because she's the primary caregiver, she could never like just clock out and be like, Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to take home my kid today. Mm -hmm. Whereas he could. I'm glad that he fixed up. Yeah. Realised that what he was doing was mad and that now they've been able to sort of create like an amicable parenting situation, which has obviously made way for him sort of being settled and him being able to now be with Isa. And that scene in the final episode when they were like doing the cake and Elijah was there. It was nice how Isa had that relationship with him. And it just just made me think back to that season two um, finale episode. You know when she had the flash like forward or whatever the the dream. Oh my God, yes. And it made me think that in the end, she got her happy ending, but it just wasn't in the way that she had imagined. Yeah. It. Um, so yeah, that was nice. I didn't but. think of that. Oh, I used to watch this show from season one to five now because you yeah. I forgot about that that whole link. That oh my god, see this is what I had on this episode. Child. I knew it. I to have this episode. <laughs> <Ready>? <laughs> no, but I do like I do love the outcome, of course. Lawrence, I can't like who was your favorite Easter ex out of Daniel Lawrence and Nathan of all your finest one in your in your opinion. Ex or man that she slept with in the show. My favorite, I would, I would actually have to say, is, is Lawrence. Like in terms of just making their chemistry is off the charts. Like Colour, when they're in a room the together, hmm. when they they were just like bouncing off of each other. They have the same humor. Like they're into the same things, and they just they just have it. Like they're just to get like the synergy is mad. So I would have to say Lawrence. My least favorite. Daniel. Oh, see, see Daniel and um, T- TSA. No, oh, yeah, the guy that stole. No, the guy that stole her charger. <laughs> her neighbor, that one. Very oh, stupid boy. Very stupid boy, that one. <laughs> that was the most awkward. But it was a reality of trying to move on, but there's someone not matching that person before. Like, you know, I think that's what people always come back to their ex friends because, like, oh my God, would I find better? All that kind of stuff. But it was, my, my dear, you will find better with time. My dear, oh gosh. Honestly. Mine used to be Daniel, but I think in the last. Your favorite? Season, I, as, as, I thought I was the most attractive, you know? I thought I was the most attractive. Ooh, okay. I feel like, but as for time, Lawrence has been looking. I think it was from that date. That date episode onwards i wanted to just do bam i was like this was him. like he looks so fine so fun it's a lovely face that high oh god beautiful the trim his oh, outfit Ooh. oh god beautiful man beautiful man Very i think cool. outside of the easter's well i think draw draw is fine draw is, draw is fine too mm, yeah. <laughs> do you know who was actually kind of the look jared jared was was a cat who's that again he was the um guy from season one who um Molly broke up with because he had a sexual experience with a man. And I don't even want to get into that, but she's so trifling for that. And I feel no. like she I feel like in the end she regretted it when they when she saw him at that yes. um, 
screening thing because she she realized what she had missed out on. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Honestly, but he was actually that's such a country. I feel like he's probably my, most my type to be honest. I feel like even height wise or face, that's most my type. But I think Lawrence is closer to my type than when it comes to the Easter ones. Definitely Lawrence. Oh God, Daniel. Yeah. Now joint first slash second. But I'm starting to find Nathan really attractive. <laughs> I'm trying Nathan, I'm starting to find him really attractive. I was like, okay, that's not my ideal type per se, but I can see the attraction now. Yeah. I didn't really see it before in previous seasons, but I think this final season, I said, Oh, maybe I can see something. I can see something. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are open this, now. <laughs> this is an open wide. And of course, we've got Tiffany and Kelly's friendship, which I think it was, from what I remember, it was rocky at some point in the previous seasons, but I think now it was a much better place. I do love Tiffany. I, I don't think she's acting though. I think that's really Amanda. Amanda is Tiffany. Yeah. Tiffany's Amanda. Then what was your thoughts on Tiffany and Kelly? <laughs> um, I do you know what I know? Um, everyone on Twitter, myself included, was saying that we wanted like from season four, we wanted to see more of Kelly, mm-hmm. and we wanted yeah. to see like a greater um character development. Yeah. But one of my friends actually told me that I think she did a live on IG, and she was saying that she's the reason why um Natasha Roth, well Roth. <laughs> um, the, the, the actress who plays Kelly she was saying that because she has such a big part in the show like not only does she star yes, in it yes, she yeah. writes and I think yeah, she's the in the season. show yeah. um, she didn't want to have to carry that or like burden of having to have like that. more um, mm. sort of input in terms of like her character because obviously she has so much more going on in terms yeah. of the writing room and stuff which made total sense and like when I heard that I was like okay that actually makes sense even though I would have liked to have seen it and not just her be the bigger yes. funny friend yes. that just came for the comic relief yeah. but um, her, her friendship with Tiffany I'm glad obviously they resolved their issues following like the baby shower yes. um, stuff but Tiffany is just bad vibes like I <laughs> <laughs> She just, she has her moments where she's actually like nice, like that episode where they had the girls' night in and she yeah, was saying, oh, like, I love that. Your, your, like, your choice, something to do with like your choices, it doesn't have to make sense to everyone else, it just has to make sense to you. And I was like, that's very true. Um, but for the most part, she kind of just, and as you said, like, I really believe that Amanda is Tiffany and Tiffany yeah. is Amanda, like, yeah, they yeah. are the same. Yeah. I would love to see how she was behind the scenes with the show. Because I think there was issues, I think, with recording, even with promo at times where she would not really be present. Oh, I don't think they invite her anywhere. Uh, (laughs) When she's behaving, never would I. Never would I. I would not invite her. But this is one show that I'm going to miss. I don't feel like there's there's any show like Insecure out right now that can even replace it in my heart. That's a show that I'm going to go back to. I think this show and Pose were two shows that I loved that unfortunately came to an end last year. I didn't like the ending of Pose, though. You know what? I liked it, but I think I need to rewatch it again, though. I, I just remember um, our babe walking away. That was it. That's what I remember in my head, but I I don't think it was that memorable to me. Does that make sense? The season wasn't. Oh, yeah. But I do love the Pose is... Huh? The first season of Pose is one of my favorite yes, yep. shows. The, first, I was even the first episode. Oh my god, that episode is. I can't even the first scene. I kind like I was triggered a little bit. But I said is is again similar to Insecure, two shows that are just so real. Like the realities yeah. of being queer, the rights of being a black woman, the realities of, of like it's. Uh, I love shows like this. I feel like of course, uh, I don't feel like it's like a like a dramatization version of it. I feel like it's real life. It's real life in a show. Like the script makes sense. I'm just so proud of all the writers. Like Issa, may God bless Issa, the whole team. Issa and the whole team, the cast and crew, whatever, they may God bless all of them because 
is amazing. I think as someone said on Twitter, they've got some more things coming. So hopefully they get the push that they deserve, the, the support that they deserve as well, because it's amazing what they've done. They've they've can changed I, black culture, they've changed the scene for us, you know. Can I just ask you a question? No, um, obviously, we, we focused on um music, mm-hmm. and as you've mentioned before, like insecure is a show of putting people on. Yes. What are what artists? Or songs had insecure put you on the Ah, let me tell you, my dear. The first one, we spoke about her early on in the episode, but hers fill away. That was my first time hearing yes. that song. That song, I said, damn. Mind blowing. I said, I said, who's that girl that's singing? I, I've never Shazam so much in my life. <laughs> While I was watching the show, I have Shazam probably about a good 50 to 100 times using that one. So, um, so I think I used to say was fill away. They used her uh, this babe song for the last episode it was called Glock Peaceful. What's the name again? Mariba. Sa- I think so. I yeah. think so. It's a sandstorm as well. Yeah. Oh my god. I heard about that song through Insecure as well. Like amazing. I had a whole list, but I've lost that list. But there was a lot of songs that I just love. Like perfect. Perfect. What about you as well? Let me just go to the, the official playlist. It's true. Let me just be going to scan through. Um one thing I did side note one thing I did really like is the fact that they had like um in like what's the word they artists made specific songs for yes shows. yes yes um so they had like um original that's it original songs yes. <laughs> made <laughs> specifically for the soundtrack and I feel, feel like that was so amazing yeah. but um like you said Mariva is one of the artists that they put oh. me on to a lot of like female rap um yeah. artists like Flo Millie yep um they put me on to through playing her music on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is there? I'm just scrolling through. I feel like a bit of Thundercat as well. They use Blue One Way Gucci. Oh my God. When they yes. use Blue One Way song, I said, well, my sister's made it. My sister's made it. <laughs> it was amazing. I loved it. But Glock Peace. Tannerelle. Which one's that one? Tannerelle, Nothing Without You. Oh, oh, oh. Nothing Without You. When they played it, I can't remember what episode, but the song fit. Perfectly. That's the thing about them. The, the, the songs just fit each scene. Like it makes that like, well picked out. Well picked out. Like nah. When will Actually, another show do like this? I mean, I'm, not, I'm just going through the list. They use so they many songs. Oh my. Raven Lene as well is. Mm. Um, Isabel put me onto her. Mm-hmm. Um, has she got a song called Sticky, which is really really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just so many different people. Oh but I feel God. like they. Kelly Uchis as well. Kelly Uchis and Rico Nasty and Amanda. That Spanish song where no way Molly, Molly was sitting on Angie's face. That was my most streamed song last year. Oh, thanks insecure. Thanks insecure. Oh my goodness. Like, and the way they use again, how it fits that scene with Molly and Angie when they're doing the nasty. I said, wow. Nah, Issa and that whole team. I know it's not just Issa. I know that whole team, the teamwork, makes the dreamwork situation. Shout out to all of them because it, it's just, and I'm sure there's so many songs that I've, I've forgotten about as of now, but literally amazing. I, I can see a commando here as I'm scrolling through. These hood rat shit with Megan Thee Stallion as well. Oh my God, that's perfect. Perfect. Like. You know what was a good um selection? Case right. of the X by Maya. That was banging. When they played that, I was like, that is... Wait, the end of that episode that year. Oh my <laughs> I had told my I, I remember how I felt when I heard that and then when she looked at her phone I said huh? and the black screens the credits I said Jesus what you hear is 
honestly amazing. But this yeah, show is just perfect. Time. Like, look at how happy we are just talking about. Is this how I want to feel? Especially watching a black show. I feel like there's a lot of black shows that are good, but it's so heavy. Let's not always be heavy. Let's also enjoy, like, laugh about it. Like, I, I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm really happy with how it ended. I'm happy with the ending, as you said. But again, I'm, I'm happy, you know what? I'm happy that you actually, actually got to have an ending because, like, so my girlfriends, my wife and kids, how it just ended yes. abruptly. I'm happy that they had the choice to end it, how they wanted to end it. So that's a pro in itself. So I will give alchemism for that. But I guess that is all when it comes to Insecure. And I think we can wrap it up here, my dear. Thank you so much for your time. Let the people know where they can find you. No worries. I've had a blast, by oh, the way. It's been great. I love to um, you can find me maybe on social <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually you can follow me on social. But you seem quite private though you seem like a quite a private person yeah do you know what i went like i privated my account towards mm. the end of last year and i just like it and then like every now and again i'll go on like i'll make it public, public and i was yeah. just like i actually prefer it yeah i know. get what you mean like even me I'm, I'm not private per se but i I turn off my my replies to just my followers and even yeah. that alone I love it because people like to bring their think pieces, their inconscious sand, which means stupidness and truth. <laughs> like, that's bring it all. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> um, but you can follow me on Twitter. My at is isatu kamara underscore i s a t u k a m a r a underscore. Instagram has deactivated for the time being, so you can't find me there. Or you can follow me on TikTok too, which is of the course, same. Of course, I'll put all the links there. And literally, I feel like we need a playlist or playlists from you in the future. Because your taste of music, mwah, I'll be adding it to our playlist as well. It's been your boy, Manny. You can follow me. Okay, my apps. I've not done this in a while. The Classic Man on Twitter, because I lost my previous account. <laughs> and then Instagram, TikTok, The Classic Manny. And then for the podcast pages, TC Manny HQ on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok as well. Use the hashtag TCM show. Don't forget to rate the podcast now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, five stars, my dear. Thank you for the prompt. Five stars. Five stars only, my dear. Thank you for already giving us the ratings. I appreciate that. Um, rates, review, share, all the good things I have to do. But as I always end the podcast, I'm going to always do you and be on the project. Happy New Year. Bye.